0: Podcasts from the Cat. You're listening to Business Brunch, and on today's show we're talking to a businessman who grew up in Manchester, settled in Shropshire, and eventually opened a business in Cheshire. And after 35 years in the tyre business, he's still going strong. Today in the hot seat, we're pleased to welcome the owner of Crew Tyre and Exhaust Limited, Eric Harrison. Eric, welcome to Business Brunch. Thank you. Eric, you've been running crew tire and exhaust for 35 years as i said uh and negotiating two recessions and considerable change in the industry but before we discuss uh your business tell us about life before crew tire and exhaust and what inspired you to uh to run your own business well i joined michelin tire company in 1974
1: and in, in the three-day week period actually and um I was always interested in motor vehicles and tires and I did work for them for 10 years and then they started to um, reorganize things and offered me jobs in other parts of the country or maybe redundancy and I thought I needed to do something else that I could uh, do nearer where I already lived and uh, I started looking for a tire place crew to operate or to buy or to op- or
0: to start one up. And that just came out of the blue, that desire to run your own business. I was, I was actually calling on what we call independent
1: tyre dealers, people who own their own. I, I was working with them all over the Midlands and Wales area, and I'd seen them, and I thought, if they could do that, I could do that, you know. And I, looked, I, I then sort of looked at the total number of tyre places per town
0: all round, and I thought there was space and crew for one. And that was just a kind of on the back of a fag packet kind of thing? I'm afraid it was, yeah. But it was a business that was already trading, so you could. Well, I,
1: because I was looking in crew, I used to call at crew tyres anyway. It wasn't an account I called, up. and I just called one day, and they told me it might be for sale because the manager might be retiring. So, so I, uh, I negotiated. It was, it was actually a sub depot of another de another tyre place in Stoke, and I managed to buy it off them.
0: It Took about six, eight months to buy it. Actually, buying a business is uh, takes quite a bit, doesn't it? Because You need to have the account scrutinised and then, uh, presumably, you've got to find finance from somewhere.
1: Yeah, well, uh, I could never get any accounts out of them. I knew it wasn't doing very much. That's why they wanted to sell it. Right. But I knew it had a manager and two staff. So I thought, well, if I manage it and and fit and I have one staff, I should be able to make it pay and that's what I did. So I went, I leapt into the dark a bit really with it uh, and I managed to remortgage my house
0: and um, fortunately found a bank manager who'd back me. So you re- yeah. remortgaged and that, that's quite a leap in the dark, isn't it? Yeah, I,
1: I look at it now and wonder how on earth I did. And my wife says I never told her, but she signed the forms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she signed the forms. What, well, under duress? So <laughs> well, she said... I never knew we could lose the house. Years later, if you went bust,
1: so mm, yeah, we possibly could. Yeah, <laughs>
0: that's amazing. But, um,
1: I I just thought if I work at it, if I had to work seven days a week, I
0: could make it pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's having the will, isn't it? And um, it is, yeah. Uh, and you knew that there there was business there. Yeah,
1: they were already doing some business.
0: So. And your strength was the. Um, was the tyres, knowing about tyres
1: and uh, the well, tyre business. Yeah, that's all I really knew about. I, I, I was a very uh, handy person. You know, I could, I could fix cars and mess about with them. But I hadn't trained as a mechanic or anything. So uh, I knew a, a bit about spannering, so we say. So I'd got some idea. And I enjoyed it,
0: you know. And I certainly enjoyed the tyres working on cars. So that takes us on to the next question, which, which reflects an, an age-old proverb. I did actually uh, research it. It goes back to the 1500s. A new yeah. broom sweeps clean. Look, that's very interesting, because that's the first thing I did with the place, because it,
1: it, Crew Tyres had opened in 1966. I bought it in 1985, and it was a most tyre places are a dirty hole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was grubby, so we gave it a damn good scrub. And painted it and sorted it out and uh, that was really the first thing we did, tidied everything up, we bought some new equipment because the equipment was old and tried to give a customer
0: a good service at a good price. And what would you say were the, other than the fact that you knew the tyre industry what what were your strengths as an individual what did you bring to the table in other words to change the business and, and move it forward? I think I, I'd, I'd I've always been, I think, a friendly,
1: outgoing person. And I think with Michelin, you know, they'd taught me to uh, approach people, talk to them, find out what they wanted and try and supply what they wanted. You know, it's no good supplying the best tyre in the world to an old age pensioner who never drives out a crew, is it?
0: No. So, you know, we try and, you know, do that. So what would you say were some of the milestones, some of the strategic decisions that shaped the business in the early years? I suppose buying the, the new equipment made a big difference to... Uh... Oh,
1: yeah, that that, that, that really... But I, the equipment here was atrocious. It wasn't very good at all. They didn't even have a decent balancer. And I was used to working with much better stuff, even at Michelin Training School. So, um, you know, once we got that up and going, I think that gave us a bit of a, a boost. And the, the, I took one lad on with the business. So he stayed... Um, with me for a while. And um we both just got stuck in together fitting. I worked six days a week for a long, long time. And I initially I did Saturday afternoons on my own, just fitting and answering the phone and dealing
0: with the odd customer got. (laughs) I suppose what that does do is it, it gives you a real feel for the business at the sharp end, doesn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I
1: I've stayed at the shop End for a long, long time, and thought, hang on here, yeah, I need to step back and try and let them do it a bit more, you know. But uh, yeah, it does um, dealing with the customers is what it's all about. If you come in, if you come in and talk to me, and I talk to you, then we can usually resolve the problem, whatever it is you've got, and supply the tyre, can't we? You know, you need to listen to the customer.
0: Yeah, and and I suppose all the training you had with Michelin must have um, must have helped. Without a doubt. With regard to customer service. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt,
1: definitely. And an interest in tyres, you know, which is a strange thing to be interested in.
0: (laughs) Well, they're the only four bits of the car that touch the road, so very important. You're listening to Business Brunch, and today we're talking to Eric Harrison from Crew Tyre and Exhaust. Eric, um, as you've already said, um, and we've discussed, you've been trading for 35 years – and and you bear the responsibility for people's livelihoods. How has this responsibility changed the way you view the business? Uh, and share with us what systems you have in place in order to retain this most precious asset.
1: Um, well, obviously, when you take somebody on, initially it's just a job, but then you take on, you're, you're supplying their family and children as well, aren't you? You know what I mean? You're supporting everybody. In that family, and we do try and be a family business in the sense that we um, appreciate other pe you know, the, some of the problems. But um, we try and I try and give them support in, in other ways, you know. That we we get trips occasionally, and lo- lots of the lads have been on trips to the factories, Michelin
0: factories. One lad even went on a jet to France to the Michelin headquarters. So that must have been a hell of a trip for, for the individual that went to France. Well, well, one, one, it was offered to one lad and he said, oh no, I can't go. I can't go. I can't
1: leave the wife and go for a three days. And one of the others said, I'll go. We so managed <laughs> yeah. to get him on it. Sent him. Uh, you were supposed to do... It was like a... We, we are part of the Michelin business advantage system. We're supposed to sell Michelin, you know, a bit. And... Um, they, these lads all they did training courses with michelin they got sometimes they went to silverstone and got to drive cars uh and fine if you did it all and passed out you got this trip to france and this lad didn't want to go so the other one went and really enjoyed himself
0: <laughs> that's that's quite amazing isn't it i mean i that that's a hell of a way to inspire your employees well
1: it, most of them have been to either Manchester United or, uh because one of the time manufacturers Kumo used to be a sponsor there but um lately Kumo have started sponsoring Tottenham Hotspurs, and I think the, the most of them have been down there and been all around tottenham's ground and even, you get to play five aside if you know if you're that type if you want to play football and and coached by some of the ex tottenham players so it's these are the perks you get from being in the industry. But I like to share them
0: out. And, you know, the lads obviously appreciate that. And ov- obviously then come back from that and chat about it and, uh, and share the yeah. experiences.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm sure you're aware of your competitors in, in the surrounding area. And I'm equally sure that competition must be really fierce uh, in the tyre business. So tell us what makes Crew Tire and Exhaust substantially different from its competitors. Um, we try, to be honest, we do not force people to buy uh,
1: and we give them the advice they think that they, what they want. We wouldn't tell people they need tires when they don't, which lots of people do. In fact, we do turn customers away sometimes and tell them, you don't need tires. Come back in six months. So, you know, we, 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 we're, and we're competitively priced, obviously, but, you know, um, I, I, used, I often say to people, uh, your tyres are fine, um, unless you plan to go to France in the next few weeks. You know? uh, <laughs> and then one old couple once said to me, no, but we're going to Spain.
0: <laughs> you, need a, you need a set of tyres. <laughs> Wonderful. It's further away. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we
1: try, and, um, we try and give people good, honest advice. And as I say, we do turn
0: people away and obviously be, being that transparent do you find that y- your customers refer you to other potential customers
1: yeah yeah uh, we've got customers that have been with us probably for the 30 year, 35 years we've been here you know what i mean they're regular regular people uh, and they trust us do you
0: ever ask for feedback no we're not good at that <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's something that would be useful We've, well, we get
1: we we do get feedback on our website, and um, uh, and it's always you know great. Carry on what you're doing, <laughs> sort of type of thing. You know, it's not uh,
0: yeah not a big fancy place. We we are what we say we
1: are. We fit tyres and exhaust.
0: Bang. No, I understand that. I mean, but people are coming to a workshop, aren't they? But like you say, if you're being transparent and honest, it's it's a huge they're huge qualities, aren't they, in business? Well, I think a
1: lot of businesses today don't, don't attempt that. They, they offer something, uh, especially like an online business. They offer an image of something that isn't there. You know what I mean? It's, oh, yes, we can do everything for you. And when you get it, you're disappointed. Yeah. Well, we're perhaps the other way around. Hopefully we do a better job than they think we're going to do when they see us. You're
0: listening to a podcast from The Cat. Today we're talking to Eric Harrison from Crew Tire and Exhaust Limited. Eric, uh, you're responsible for the safety of your employees in a very busy workshop, and and also um, for the safety of the customers because you're fitting tyres to their vehicles. So, tell us what you do, what you have to do to ensure that you meet the rigours of current legislation.
1: Well, all the staff have been on training courses with uh, the tyre manufacturer. As we've been with Michelin. They've done online ones with other manufacturers. We try and encourage them to do that, uh, and then we actually, if somebody comes in, we train them. We we and observe what we're doing. What the, you know, we put them with one other fitter, and you know they try and observe them, and gradually let them do things for themselves. Uh, with the customers' vehicles, we talk every nut up, uh, you know, to the talk setting for the vehicle. Um, which is one of the major problems uh, you know taking wheels off you must check them and obviously we're very careful with um, trying not to damage the wheels because alloy wheels now are very fancy
0: compared to what they were 30 years ago and do, do you find that um, say if a, if a customer's changed a, a wheel or tire, you know because they've got a flat tyre they, they don't know what the torque is do they you know they just tighten no, them no. up as tight as they can no. I suppose.
1: Having said that, if you've got a, 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 um, a spanner with your car to change it, it's designed, actually, so the average person will put the right amount of torque on.
0: Ah, so right. You shouldn't, you shouldn't put a scaffolding bar on it as well afterwards, you know. No, which is, which is what you see some people doing as well, is yeah, Yeah, So But a lot of cars these days don't have jacks or anything else where wheels, do they? No, they just have a one of those tins in you. foam, yeah. In... Call the AA. <laughs> yeah, give you the telephone number for the AA. Exactly. And and in relationship to the workplace, obviously you have to comply with health and, health and safety regimes, but you said right from the very beginning you tidied the place up. Yeah,
1: yeah. We, we tidied it up, you know, tried to make it uh, just safer to operate in. And... We certainly, it is better now than it ever was, really. We've got space around the aisles. We can walk in easily and collect tires and, you know, bring them down to be fitted on, you know.
0: Okay. An an important part of business, obviously, is maintaining a presence in in the marketplace. Uh, And it's ongoing as well. You can't afford to become complacent. So tell us about your marketing and how you reach out to new customers.
1: Well, initially, of course, it used to be in newspapers and yellow pages, but that's died a death of it. So we, we have a website. They've had a website for a long time. I think we're our second or third one. Uh, it is old, but it's this the one we got now. But it does go through to a priced site. and People can look there and browse at that. And that does bring in some business most days. Um, and then, of course, we have a, a Facebook site again people put comments on there and we try and put news on there probably not as often as we should and then we've got the uh, crew Alex adverts which is a board and the uh, sign and the adverts and the program and of course our support for Cheshire Buddies does gives a
0: little bit of more of a profile as well you know. So it, it's an important aspect of business, and it's something that you have to continually be aware of. Have you got time to think about that and how you might tweak it occasionally?
1: I'm probably the wrong age to do it, I think. <laughs> I used to have one lad who was mad keen on Facebook and everything, and he, uh, he took over all that. But we still do, uh, some of the lads still do put stuff up for us, pictures of, we got a, a, a very fancy car in they'll put that up on screen. This is what we've done today, with the customer's permission, obviously, you know. Yeah. Um, and um, we too tend to rely on word of mouth and
0: recommendation by our customers, I suppose, perhaps a bit too much. And like every other business, the current circumstances have savaged revenue. So how have you dealt with You know, how, how have you come to terms with what's going on? How, have you managed to, to continue trading? We did close for April,
1: because that's the message I thought the government was giving us in March. So we closed in April, but two of the lads we, we um, said, no, we want to go back. So we came back in May with, with two lads, just two lads and me. And then in June, we had another one back. And uh, by the end of June, we were open fully then. And July was a great month, because I think we'd been closed uh, and August wasn't bad. And September's busy now with all the people requiring MOTs that the deferred. Oh, I'm with so you. We are, we, we are seeing um,
0: some, it, it's almost back to normal levels of business. So I didn't realise you were a, an MOT centre as well. Obviously. No, we're
1: not. We're not MOT, but people, one of the things people fail on MOT is tyres. Uh,
0: so they, they get the tyres, need to get the tyres fixed. So do you network with, um, with other garages so that you, you're working in sync, if you like? Uh, well, we, we, do, we do supply some garages
1: that fit with tyres. Some we fit for them, some they fit themselves. No, I mean, just generally, if, if somebody's a customer of ours, they well a lady came in this morning, she rang yesterday and said, could you just check, I'm going to check it for MOT next week. Uh, no, you'd need two tyres. So she's coming back tomorrow to have them.
0: You know. Ah, right. I'm with you. So you can do yeah. like a pre-MOT check on. That's right. Tires, tires and exhaust. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a that's a, that's a great way of um, of ensuring not only the safety of your of your customers, but generating yeah. a little bit more revenue. Yeah. Sure.
1: Well, we do, You know, we, if somebody comes in, we always have a look at them, as I say, and tell them. You know, if you're going for MOT, uh, yeah, you'll need someone, No, they should pass. You know. Occasionally we get it wrong, and they they come back and say they've failed it. I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's, that's because I think some of the MOT stations are a little um, sharp,
0: a little bit o- overly careful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're listening to Business Brunch, and today's guest is Eric Harrison from Cheshire Tire and Exhaust Limited. Eric, you um, you've already mentioned that you support Cheshire the Cheshire Buddies Scheme by sponsoring their min- minibus. Tell us about Cheshire Buddies uh, and how important they are to the lo- local community and how you got involved as a sponsor. Uh, when I say sponsor, we,
1: we supply the tyres, batteries, and we, we, uh, they have parking facilities in our yard, so they can leave it there. That's all. We didn't supply the bus. Steve Morgan supplied the bus, who was the ex-chairman of Wolves, and Steve Morgan Foundation. But we just do a little bit, Cheshire Buddies, we were put together, um, I can't remember by who now, but we uh, were put together by somebody where you supply what you you do, if you know what I mean, and we do tyres. So we, we were put together with them. And I didn't really know them, but I know now that they, have, they help 150 children a month with trips, activities, holiday clubs. These are children that have certain handicaps, they do holiday clubs, residential trips. They have an allotment. I've seen pictures of them canoeing. A very, a very wide range of things. And, well, I think it's easier to run a tyre place than it is to do Cheshire
0: Buddies. <laughs>
1: you know, yeah. really know what, what, what the yeah. ladies do there. So uh, we will continue to support
0: them as long as we can. That, That's fantastic. And I'm sure they're very appreciative of what you do. Okay, so... Um even after 35 years at the helm of Crew, Tire and Exhaust, you still have to remain competitive. So share with us what you've got planned for the future. Well, basically to try and survive. As I
1: said before, we're honest. Uh, we do not sell people they don't need. And we try and remain as competitive as we can on the pricing. That's the crucial thing. I don't think we were ever dear Uh, We've always been a cheap place to buy tyres from. Perhaps good value is a better word than cheap. Um,
0: And we'll supply whatever the customer wants. So it's cheap tyres or expensive ones. If they were broken down at the side of the road, would you be able to go out and fix their car for them? Uh, It's not something we do. Um,
1: Occasionally we do nip out... I, I've always been uh, reluctant to offer a breakdown service because it is quite dangerous at the side of the road and I'm reluctant to send my staff like onto a motorway or something. Oh, that's
0: interesting. That, that's a, an interesting view uh, because it is extremely dangerous. and you... It is, yeah. I mean, I've got a lad now who works for me who has his
1: certificate to work on the motorway and things, but um, I'm reluctant to send him and... I always say, just call the AA or the RAC. They're the experts at it. Get them to move it, and then yeah. they'll come and help you.
0: Okay. And you've got no plans to extend the the buildings or uh, or introduce new machinery? Uh, not at the moment. Um, we probably
1: might need to buy a few new machines next year or so. It just depends how things do go after the
0: current situation. I think. Really. Yeah. As things settle down then, could have you got space to introduce new bays? No, we are we are fairly
1: tight in where we are. I, I have looked at moving in the past, but a lot of people know we'd be here. Um, and I am getting to the end of my working life
0: anyway, aren't I? I, think. So perhaps just keep it going as it is. So, in other words, then you're perhaps preparing the business um, for retirement. So you may be looking at a sale in future years? Uh, A little bit, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh, We don't want to alarm the staff. <laughs> You're yeah. not leaving them just yet. Uh, well, I wouldn't do that. No. If I did
1: sell it, I would only sell it to somebody that I knew would, you know, keep it going and keep them inside. Yeah.
0: It's been a real pleasure talking to you, and I do thank you for giving up your time uh, in a busy day to... Um, to come and explain a few things about the business uh, and how you've managed to keep it going for 35 years. It's a, uh, it's a real achievement. So before we finish, tell our listeners how they can find more information about Crew Tire and Exhaust. Well, you can find
1: us on the web at crewtires.co.uk. You can ring us on
0: 01270 966. Or you can just pop in and have a chat if you want any information on tyres. That's fantastic. And give us the telephone number again.
1: Oh one two seven oh two double five nine double six, and we're
0: in Derby Street in Crew off West Street. Fantastic, Eric. Thanks very much for coming on the Cat today. Thank you. Go to listen dot for more podcasts. Some more ways to listen.